Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to our weekly podcast, The Current View, with the Isle of Hillsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. And if you're listening free to the first half on either Acast or Spotify, you can follow the links on our socials and access the full podcast via either Apple or become a Patreon, all the W's dot, patreon.com forward slash SRB media. Or follow the podcast on Twitter at Current View, on Facebook, The Current View, or join the group, which is just under 3,000 strong now, The Current View also. Thank you so much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. How's things? Not too bad. I've obviously I've got uh, dodgy knees. Yep. I've got to go back on the 23rd of uh, this month um, to get them X-rayed again. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll let me know what uh, what uh, they're going to do. But they've had that many injections when I was playing football, Gabby. You That's your problem. What was the cortisone? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they say that one should have been well, one's too many anyway. You know, but I finished it with five, so five or six. So I finished it with really bad knees. And uh, anywhere else, if you'd have been in America, you'd have got fortunes for uh, neglect, uh, neglectance. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So you see, that's what happened back in uh, your day when, when players were, I wouldn't say unfit, but you got a niggle or you got an injury that would not allow you to play uh, to, in today's game. They just whacked you on the treatment table, bang the cortisone, run around a bit, you'll be fine. And all you've done is aggravate that injury that you had. Well, uh, more than that, they would say to me, you know, majority of teams I play for, they said to me, you had to play, you put fans on seats. Yeah. So you were forced into into playing. Oh, when I say forced, no, I take that back. It's a strong word. They they would uh, kid you into playing that, you know, uh, the fans want to come and see you. So, you know, it's important that you play that type of thing. So, no, I... With the with the bad advice we we got from the not from the club but from management and uh, the the form of physios in those days, uh, it doesn't it weren't good. Absolutely. Now, how's the uh, how's the new house? Well, we get in there. We've good. got uh, a little bit more decorating into other two bedrooms, which will be done before Friday. Carpets down next week, and then we can settle in and go and enjoy yourselves. Absolutely, TC. Who was enjoying themselves on a football pitch this week or last week as well? Because we didn't do the podcast uh, last week. So, magic moments, TC. What have you sourced for us well, over the last got, 14 days? I've got three this week because obviously we're not doing last week. Yeah. So, I've got three. The Harry Kane goal at uh, Brighton. Yeah. Where, you know, the goalkeeper knows where it's going. Right, I can remember John Robertson uh, scoring a, uh, when I was playing playing in the game. I think it was Wolves, not Wolves. We're playing anyway, playing in the game. Did the exact same thing. Come on, left hand side, and bent it round right into the t- top corner. Yeah. Harry Kane's goal um, against Brighton in the FA Cup. I want to mention uh, Boreham Wood's great performance. Yes. So now they've got they've got uh, everything in next round, which is a, well, it's a, an achievement. It's just unreal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, especially in this day and age, 
uh, of uh, giant killing. I think it, I think it's a really big achievement. Um, there's a couple of incidents in the Villa game against Leeds, but I know you've got two major ones in them. But I'm going to go for one of Dan James' great piece of magic. He didn't score. Well, he did score in the game, but it weren't that. It weren't that. But when he scored the goal, it was when he hit the crossbar. Yeah. He turned, beat his man, and he oh, terrific piece of skill. And the other one is um, uh, Sterling's goal against Norwich. Uh, and then I don't know if you saw the, the Rangers uh, Celtic game. So I'm, I'm going for four when, when I think about it. The goalkeeper for Rangers pulled off four, absolute yeah. four world-class saves. Yeah. You know, I mean, that could have been, what was it, three? It could have been 7-0 that game yeah. when you look at it, you know. Uh, and now Rangers have come back in this last few years. To say that Celtic absolutely destroyed them, you know, the other week, it uh, unbelievable and great performance by the goalkeeper, Rangers goalkeeper. Absolutely, TC, and you're right. Yeah, um, the magic of the cup is still alive in Bournemouth. Kidderminster, I thought, were really unfortunate oh. against West Ham, as with Chelsea, yeah, for Plymouth uh, away at Chelsea. Just, just a little bit to score an equaliser yeah. in the last kick it game, practically. Yeah. And then to score a winner in the last yeah. kicking game of extra time. Yeah. Out, you know, when he looks out, it's incredible, isn't it? Well, it, it's always been that phrase, um, your name's on the cup. And many, many players have said it and managers. And, and I think that when you do look at teams that go on and, and win the FA Cup they or get to the lot, final, yeah. oh, don't they, Justin? And, and sometimes you think, well, they're out now, they're out now. And yeah. from somewhere, and I thought Declan Rice, I mean, what a goal. And Bowen's on fire. Uh, West Ham well, really looking good value for fourth spot at the moment. Oh Yeah, well, I, I still think that's going to be an interesting spot. Yeah, uh, it will. I, I, I think some of you laugh at me, but I still think Man United will nick that. Yeah, I think but going back to the FA Cup, 1979, when... Um, Arsenal won the cup in uh, uh, 1979, beat uh, Man United 3-2. Yeah. Uh, they pulled it back to 2-2. Uh, we played them in quarter-final. We got to we got to final of the uh, League Cup, beat Leeds in the semi-final. We got to, to quarter-final of the FA Cup. And this is this is what what you what we mean or what you're saying to the people what listen to our podcast mm. about the names being on the cup. Somebody's crossed the ball. Terry Jenner always tipped it out onto crossbar. Yeah. And they've got to have the they've got to have the video somewhere. The ball has run right across the goal or the goal post and felt at far post. Nine times out of ten it would have gone out for a corner kick. It fell this side and David Price nipped in to score. Right, then they went and beat us four one up at uh, Ibit replay and they went on to win the FA Cup. And even then they were 2-0 up and Man United pulled it back. I think Alan Sunderland scored the winner, if, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, he did. From a from a Graham Ricks cross. And yeah. Alan Hudson's last game for Arsenal, competitive game for Arsenal, um, was the FA Cup final in 1978. And when they had the uh, the inquiry that Don called at uh, Highbury a few days, well, on the Monday after, it was Huddy that said... You got it wrong. It was your fault. You you picked Alan. No disrespect to you, Alan. You're a great player in that, and you're a good lad. But Rixie should have played, and because he was the the young and you, you didn't pick him, uh, it all kicked off a little bit then. But but irony 
as football is full of ironic situations and scenarios, it was Graham Ricks's cross for Alan Sunderland to knock it in in 1979, and Al was in Seattle when he when he heard that come through, and he yeah. said to me on a on a, re, a recent podcast of my life, my music, I'd have loved to have gone out with. A, a, a winner's medal and beating Man United that was the ideal to bow out not the way that yeah. he did but you know yeah. that's football isn't it well so it's, it's sometimes it, just little little incidents yeah. cost you certain things in life yeah. in, 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 in life itself you know I always look at the two major in, uh, injuries I got at uh, Forest and Everton and mm. both teams went on to win major trophies and it's frustrating it can be hurtful for some to, for some I mean, I, I just took it with a pinch of salt, but I always think back, you know, if only. I must admit, I always think that way. Again, when we do our, our podcast, we've we done one uh, that was literally called If Only, and we were looking at If Only scenarios. But my Love, My Music podcast with Al, um, latest one's out, uh, New Year, Fresh Hopes and Shine On Hoodie. And we talk an awful lot about If Only because that is what football is littered with, If Onlys. And that yeah. game that you referenced, it was Sheffield Wednesday versus Arsenal in 79. Uh, no, seventy-eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, right. Okay, because you played. That, that was that was the year when they had them three games, didn't it? They had loads of replays. Did the hour yeah, You wasn't there at the time. No, I wasn't there. Seventy-nine what? when I joined. I joined after the cup fight, after the uh, league cup final. Um, Arsenal beat him. I think it was at Leicester. Yeah. On the on the third was it third one? It was something like about the third replay. But you're talking yeah. about your time when you played for Southampton and you played Arsenal in the quarter final in seventy nine. Yeah, the Dell. Yeah, the Dell, yeah. The Dell. I've just said it, but the ball ran across Terry Geno yeah, yeah. tipped the ball onto the crossbar, it ran yeah. right across the crossbar yeah. and fell to David Price, tapped it into empty net because obviously uh, I think Ivan Gold like a gone to middle at goal. Yeah. Peach had gone edge of the six-yard box. Terry Geno's come to the near post, chipped the ball onto the crossbar, bumped down. So, no, the the the, 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 the one Allen's on about was 78. So they must have got there 78, did they then? They also got there in 78 and 79. But in as the, I say, yeah. in, the, in the January of 79, Arsenal played... Um, Sheffield Wednesday in that infamous uh, many many replays and and could have got knocked out to uh, to Sheffield Wednesday and then went on. Was that seventy nine? It must have been. Yeah, it was January seventy nine, wasn't it? Right. So I mean, the FA Cup starts in in the January, of course, the third round. I'm so Wednesday sure could have knocked, Wednesday could have knocked them out. Then. Absolutely, so I'm saying. And then we we Absol- we were yeah. lucky not to, you know. Yeah. And then I yeah I went to, I went to join Wednesday to yeah. same year. Sorry. So yeah, me was got that wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, I'm thinking when you was on about we Allen seventy eight, it must have been seventy eight, but no, seventy nine. Yeah, so I'm going to look at Arsenal's FA Cup run of nineteen seventy nine, because um, that's the thing, isn't it? It's the seventy eight seventy nine season because in the mate seventy nine, the FA Cup. I know it does for the smaller clubs, starts in 78, but it didn't, it doesn't for uh, the bigger clubs and certainly the old first division clubs didn't come into it. Well, still don't till the, uh, the third round proper. Yeah. But, well, uh, when, when you're talking about things like that, mm-hmm. uh, the 74 FA Cup final, Liverpool, yeah. Newcastle, yeah. Um, the Forest fans still remember when yeah, they, they were 2-0 up yeah. and that game, that game, uh, 
And he got a ban- he got abandoned or something up with a replay. Or it or stopped whatever he did. And Newcastle went on to win it, didn't they? Yeah, they were. Um, what had happened? Forrest scored a couple of um, early goals, took a two-one lead. I believe Newcastle then got a goal back. And then Duncan McKenzie fell into a Newcastle defender, gave a penalty, and they went 3-1 up. Now, at this stage, Pat Howard, who I've done a podcast with Pat, I've done one, uh, we're talking about the Cup Final 74, and also a, a My 70s podcast with him, and uh, a game of my life, which which it was, the Newcastle versus Forest game. So Pat went over to the referee and said it was never a penalty, and the referee said it was, and I'm giving it. And um, Pat was remonstrating with the referee. And the ref said, if you don't shut up, I'm going to send you off. And Pat said, if you Mm -hmm. send me off, there's going to be a riot here. And he said, well, if you don't shut up, you go in. So Pat never, he sent him off, gave him the red card. And that's that's what happened. The Newcastle fans invaded the pitch. The game, players were taken off the pitch. A lot of fans, Forest fans, never forget. Never forget that game. But no, 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 absolutely. And um, and then when they went back, uh, Bobby Moncur scored the winner 4-3 in the dying minutes. And then Nottingham Forest uh, had um, a situation where they approached the Football Association and they were given a replay. Really, Newcastle should have been thrown out the cup and and Forrest should have gone Jimmy. through. The but only but they did play replay. It was nil-nil um, and Malcolm McDonald scored the winner in the second replay. The only reason why I mentioned that game mm-hmm. is because in 1974, yeah. uh, I signed 73 for Liverpool when, Leeds, when Sunderland beat Leeds. And I gave that to go through a right chase, and that's yeah. when I signed my first contract to put Sunderland. Yeah. But we played Liverpool. Yeah, you did 74, January 74. And we're 2-1 two, two up. Yeah. There's about 10 minutes to go. And Kitch, I'm not quite sure if he, he did the crossbar or the bounce down in the early over, but what, something happened in the yeah. game. I mean, I was on the bench that day. We get caught up in all the atmosphere and everything what was going with it. But we was about 10 minutes away uh, from, uh, in, in fact, making it 3-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Liverpool, Kevin Keegan equalised. Uh, and then we played the, the replay. It was like on a Wednesday. We played Wednesday afternoon because there was a power strike on. Yeah. Um, so obviously we, we were an afternoon kickoff. Uh, and Liverpool went on to win the FA Cup in in '74. So there's lots of incidents in games where teams, if only uh, they wouldn't have had that bit of luck, or the, uh, if only they've had that little bit of luck, they may have gone on to win the cup or whatever league titles, whatever it was. Absolutely, and, and and you're right. In that '74 season, both Newcastle United and Liverpool were quite fortunate <laughs> to get through certain uh, certain games, games on yeah. their uh, their their cup run to the to the final. But now yeah. thinking about thinking about that, if only I wanted to play it against Burnley. Yeah. When I did my knee, so yeah, funny in it. It's a funny, it's a funny old game is football. It isn't. Then Newcastle went on and played Burnley in the semi-final. I believe <laughs> it was Hillsborough that they played in there, and uh, Supermax scored a brace, and there they were at. Uh, well, Villa and Hillsborough were the major. Oh yeah, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Two I mean, great venues. Everton and... Um... Everton uh, Southampton played at Ivory, but nearly all the semi-finals were played at Hillsborough and Villa Park, really, weren't they? Yeah, I think what, what, I, what I could think of, you know, what generally happened if there was a you know a, a southern team versus a northern team, you play in the middle. If there was two yeah. northern teams, you'd probably play up uh, up north. Two southern yeah. teams. Highbury was always a, a good venue. It's funny how they pick the venues because Hillsborough and and Villa Park will always be remembered as the two iconic uh, semi final venues. I mean, I, I don't like them playing at Wembley these days. I think no. it just takes the gloss out of getting it does, to it, yeah. uh, to Wembley for me. Wait, well. <laughs> When you look at it, 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 it that was another reason what took the gloss of the uh, FA Cup, weren't it? Because it was all a matter about yeah. getting to Wembley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day of the build-up that mm. week, the day of the build-up on the Friday, the day of the, day of the game, cameras travelling on the bus with the players. The play, you can see the players excited. The fans all get... It, it was like the Super Bowl, weren't it? Like it was, the Super yeah. Bowl is... I mean, yeah. I don't watch the Super Bowl, but I do see, I do see clips of it, you know. But it was like that when, you know, everything was built around the FA Cup. Well, it was you know, the biggest the, day, wasn't it, in the football calendar? Well, exactly. It was exactly. You know, for, all players dreamt about winning the FA Cup, not mm. winning league titles. But again, you know, we didn't have live games televised like we do now. No. The kids today are so lucky. The only game really that was televised live was the FA Cup final, and it was all our dreams that you know we'd play football in the in the in the park or in the playground with a tennis ball and whatever you're in. You dream about becoming a professional football player and um, playing for your club at Wembley. It, I don't think any cup will have that. Or about it like the FA Cup. I mean, when you look at the Champions League, it's an exciting competition. It's, yeah. it's your best teams. But that FA Cup reminds me of the Super Bowl. I, I, yeah. what the, even now with the Super Bowl, it, built, it has that build-up like the FA Cup did. The champion, Because the Champions League doesn't have that same build-up to it like, like the FA Cup did, did. You know what I mean? I think the FA Cup is just so magic because of the well, smaller it clubs. It yeah, it, it was. I mean, they've, they've taken it off because football has changed. But I think that there's certain clubs that have proved that the magic is still left in the FA Cup. Uh, and it is always great to see that underdog progress. And it's always great to see a, a non-league underdog progress. I remember Leatherhead when they played Leicester oh, yeah, 50 I can remember years that. ago. Yes, I can remember that. They played in a green what kit, didn't they? What? What was that? Yeah, what was that kid uh, kept scoring goals? I can't remember his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I can't I remember his, his name. It's his bloody face now. Yeah, I can see that his was, face. Yeah. That was a um, 
to us feel like a game, weren't it? Again, I Being can't crazy, remember yeah. if I'm honest, but I, I, I remember Dicky Guy, Dicky Guy making that Dickie save Day, against yeah. Leeds United in 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 a replay, you know, and and football. Harry that Fudgen, was Wimbledon. That was Wimbledon. Wimbledon, Wimbledon yeah, when they were non-league, yeah, and and of course the famous one in 1972 uh, was Ronnie Radford's goal that ultimately led to. Newcastle being knocked out of the FA Cup as well, so well, it has had some that was iconic one of the, goals just, and memories. Just one, just one second. Tom, have a look at Leatherhead, Leicester, FA Cup. See where they scored the goal. Come on. Go on, sorry, Gabby. Yeah, no, yeah, so, you know, it, it, it still has that romance. I mean, that, that, for us they, that always show that goal. they always show that goal, don't they, that Newcastle? Oh, what, I mean, what a goal it was, though, yeah. wasn't it? Well, when you look at the goal, look at the pitch. The old and terrible. how he's got yeah. how he's got the power to connect. Yeah. And it that type of goal mm-hmm. was incredible. No, oh, it was. I mean, as I say on the podcast I was talking to Pat about it and it flew over his head and he looked and he thought, that's got half a chance. <laughs> Has Tom found the uh, leatherhead uh, goal scorer yet? He's looking. He's looking. Well while Tom looks, I'll move he's on to my magic goal moments. What year was it too, sir? It was about 74, Some, wasn't it? Was it 75. 75. 75 season was that, yeah. Leatherhead. Yeah, yeah my magic yeah. moments, um, I thought in midweek, uh, last Tuesday and last Wednesday, there were two terrific games, um, Everton getting beat by Newcastle, and I thought St Maximum's performance was oh. superb. He just he looked player, unplayable. And on his day, he is. Is he consistent enough? I don't know, but it'd be a can name I on my say, team can I, just, can I just say this? Yeah. To you. Would it, let, I hear all these people about him, and I hear an, uh, an, uh, a fan on about, a massive Newcastle fan on about him. Yeah. I was in car, not not over the Everton game, but yeah. I was driving home, and, and the, he said exact same, if this kid were consistent, mm. I wish people, I want people to look at, you know, in Liverpool, the yeah. team's consistent. You know, in Manchester City, yeah, absolutely. the team's consistent. Yeah. So when when you get a player like him at mm. uh, uh, Newcastle yeah. and he stands out and he stands out with absolutely, at times, unbelievable performances. Yeah, yeah. Right? If he was in a, a team that was winning, Newcastle was winning on a regular basis, mm. everybody would be saying, what a world-class player he is. Because when you watch him, some of his performances, world-class performances, but yeah. the team is not a world-class team. Absolutely. And I, I don't, and I'm not sticking up for him. I don't buy into it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of great players about what's not in great teams, but they are great players. Matt Letizia was a prime example. Yeah. That was a different scenario because he didn't want to look New, Newcastle. But I, every time I see him play, he's either outstanding or mm. he's played well. And then he, on the Sunday when Villa were playing him, he really, really had an off day. It looked as though he was carrying an injury. But again, I'm going to come back to that too. See, because on the Wednesday night, I, I went to Villa can Park. I just, can yeah, I just say this? When you play the, the Liverpools and when you play the Aston, uh, the uh, Manchester Cities, mm. these teams were at top of the league. Yeah. You know, Newcastle. Yeah. What happens with that, that uh, Maximus? Other managers will say, right, we'll mark him or make sure you don't get the ball. Absolutely. So he gets cut out. Yeah. That's what people, That's what the fans don't realise. There's not that many great players in Newcastle team like there is in Manchester City's Liverpool's, yeah. Chelsea's. So that's another thing what people don't realise, realise, Gabby, that type of thing. So, yes, he may have had an injury. 
Yes, he may have had an off game, but there's reasons for these off games. Yeah. He's not playing, and I'm not sticking up for I'm not sticking up for him one little bit. You can tell when somebody's playing bad. Yeah, but I I analyze everything about that scenario at mm. that club. Yeah, you know, and those opposition managers, and even 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 your Liverpool's and um, your Manchester, they will t- they will make sure that he does not get the ball as often as he could have because he could be a danger to any any team. Whoever he plays against. Oh, without a doubt, I think he's an absolutely great player. But on oh. on Wednesday night, I went to Villa Park with Tom, and yeah. I saw the performance. What a tremendous performance uh, by Coutinho! Well, I there was a couple was, of things in oh. that game, and I've left I've left out because I know I spoke to you, and and I know you you mentioned so I didn't want to spoil your um, magic moments. But go on. His turn and uh, and and assist for uh, for Ramsey. I thought was absolutely, it was just delicious, wasn't it? But you could see, and that's the nice thing about when you're watching a player I watched that, live. I watched that other day. Yeah. Three or four times. In fact, I'm watching it again tonight, that. Yeah. But he was, he was on it all night. I mean, again, when you're watching on the TV, you, you don't get the same as when you're watching it live. And I was watching him from the whole 10 there. And he was he was just electric. The fans were up for it. Every time he got the ball, there was that a buzz was about terrific, him. It? Oh, it was superb. Buzzing. I mean, again, the Leeds supporters uh, paid their part as well. Yeah. And I thought when Leeds equalised, their, their, their fans were superb. I mean, there was limbs everywhere. But it was just one of those games. And I said to the fellow by me at half-time, this could They're end a good up team to four. watch. They're a good team to watch, Leeds. Well, it was they? a nice open game. But then again, mm. you, I, I went... Think- Bielsa's got that charisma about him, like when, when Keegan was at Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle were everybody else's uh, second team, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And I think under Bielsa, I mean, Leeds have always had a bad name with the, you know, with Don Revy, but a lot of a lot of a lot of players and a lot of ex pros on TV always said they like to watch Leeds play football. Oh, they're they're a joy to watch, but but Villa are under Steven Gerrard as well, and I thought it was a really good game, but uh, but then Sunday I was sat down looking forward to Newcastle versus Aston Villa. I thought the game was absolutely terrible. It was stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. The better players didn't get into the game. The midfield on both sides didn't give the the top players the ball, and and it it just petered out into a bit of a stalemate, which it would have been a stalemate, um, mm-hmm. just won by a, a tremendous goal by Kieran Trippier although to be fair I mean Aston Villa I I mean, be, building that wall that wall was terrible I think, it was a, yeah. I think if he terrible wall if he's going to if he's going to stand anyway he's got to stand oh absolutely he was, I thought he was a an bit awful closer wall. because he was, in a, he was in a bad position but that's another thing and again I'm not sticking up for players Sometimes a game becomes bad because it stops start by absolutely yeah it did and it, it, can, it may be a foul it may be petty fouls yeah but they're not sometimes they're not serious fouls and no. referees are just stopping the game you know and, and that that causes a bad game sometimes yeah it did so I'd I'd never you know. seen a game stop and start so much and and neither team really got into it it was just one of them games that um it was like a dog with fleas. But uh, awful. Uh, Billy Bowden's brace for uh, for Oxford. They got beat against Bolton Wanderers. But uh, what did you a have to fetch brace. them? You have to fetch them up. Who Bolton Wanderers? Yeah, no, they yeah, <laughs> did they really? Oxford, Oxford again. That, that one that Oxford week before and all. That Oxford and Sunderland are the most un. Yeah. Look, team for me ever. 
Unbelievable. I Sunderland. Incredible that What's team. What's going on but at anyway. the moment? Mind you, they've got a new manager now, so you, you never know. Uh, new manager bounce. Walsall. I backed Tramia last week, and Walsall sacked the manager, and then go and beat Tramia. Football is just a bonkers uh, game. How many times has that happened? Matt? It's just crazy. Manager isn't it? gets a sack, yeah. and results. Oh, unbelievable, Jeff, as Cammy would say. Absolutely, and I'd just like to also mention. Um, Stuart Armstrong's goal for Southampton against Coventry in the Cup as well. <laughs> that was a, just brilliant, wasn't it? They've had a decent... Listen, when we pick our magic moments, yeah. whatever it is, when it's a piece of skill where somebody does a, you know, as uh, a damn turn or whatever, yeah. a Cruyff turn or whatever they are, there's that many instances in games oh, now. Right, isn't it? Choose who you pick. You know, somebody could look at it and think, well, that would that be better than that. But... I get it because it's opinions, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. With, so you say. with having the cameras, we do see that many uh, magic moments. We in any leagues. Yeah. Any leagues. We even, even that conference league. Oh, yeah. There's some great goals scored by these, you know, these teams. There certainly is. We didn't see many magic moments last night. West Bromwich Albion versus oh. Blackburn. I turned it off at half-time. I couldn't watch anymore. It's painful. Well, this is what I did. And you can laugh as much as you want. Mm. I didn't know whether to sit, come in kitchen, sit and watch the washing machine yeah. spin round or paint the door. And I went and painted, painted inside the door. So that's what I did. I, I mean, <laughs> I have a soft spot for West Brom. Yeah, same. I used to like playing there. Mm. Uh, passionate fans, uh, stadium like QPR on top of you, you know, they could touch you on the, on the pitch. Always had an attractive team. Always had some great players, you know. You're... Um, what they call it, Peter Barnes, the black lad who went to... Uh, yeah, Cunningham, they had Regis, Cunningham, Regis Davum, Tony Stavum. Brown. Oh, littered, isn't that? Littered with great John players. John Astill, you yeah. know, absolutely. And I watched him against Barnes. And I said after that game, I'm not watching them anymore. Yeah. But, oh, you know, that game, that was <laughs> as bad as what that Barnsley game was. I well, I left it. I went and what? I went and paint. I went and did some painting. I thought I can't watch that. <laughs> I turned it over and watched that drama on uh, ITV. I quite like that with uh, Sheridan Smith in it. Sheridan Smith was far greater in her performance than any of them football players. Although um, Blackburn nearly scored, the lad um, in the first half he had a shot. It was going right in the corner and hit one of the baggies defenders and went out for a corner. And that was about the only thing worth watching in that watching game. Watching the game, yeah. But, uh, but I didn't Cod- see the second half, so I, I no, can't No, I didn't. No, I can't. The, the first half was enough for me. It just really put me off football. But it looks as though there's some good uh, good games this week, so we'll be back, back onto it. And we'll be looking for some more magic moments. But Book Corner, in association with myfootballbooks.com, TC, some great books out. And none better than... Paul Trevelyan, Paul the Beaver Trevelyan, as told by Neil Jeffries, a story of sock tags and self-belief, uh, forward by Alan Sniffer-Clark. And it's uh, it's all about um, when Paul Trevelyan changed things at Leeds United. They were trying to get more fanciful, and he came up with the idea of the, uh, of the sock tags, and he came up with the idea of the them. names on the backs and yeah. tracks so try you know kick it the kick about before the game and the halfway line waving to the crowd and all that and uh, it started that, in march against a, tottenham in the fa cup that was another thing what wound people up about legion because i remember that as though it were yesterday yeah because it was funny to see players have a 
and to listen to the rest of this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash srbmedia or just follow the links in the description. Thank you. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.